NPTE StudyCast. Welcome to NPTE StudyCast. We are here with Bridget Ripa of Duke University. Bridget, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Jimmy. Going through more content so you can get past that NPTE. And uh, what are we looking at today? So we're going to talk about myasthenia gravis. Ooh, difficult to spell. So that's not on the test. Spelling is not part of the exam, but myasthenia gravis uh, very well could be. So in the neuro area, and uh, let's go over the pathology. Just describe it real briefly. Sure. So it's a chronic autoimmune neuromuscular disease. So the biggest thing about myasthenia gravis is that it's characterized by varying degrees of weakness of the skeletal muscle. Typically, the hallmark signs are fluctuating fatigue and strength dead giveaway right there. Exactly. And the big thing, even more so, is that weakness and fatigue increase during activity with these patients, but then gets better once they rest. Perfect. Those are the things you're going to listen for during either an evaluation or while you're reading a test question for that. That's the hallmark sign. Anatomy. What's involved with myasthenia gravis? A lot of times when it comes to that weakness or fatigue, the facial muscles will be affected. When it comes to what's actually involved with myasthenia gravis itself, it's actually caused by an error in the transmission of the nerve impulses to muscles. It occurs when the normal communication between the nerve and the muscle is interrupted at that neuromuscular junction. For those of you who don't recall your, your basic neuroanatomy and physiology, that's the place where nerve cells connect with the muscles that they control. In myasthenia gravis, the antibodies or the immune proteins actually block or destroy the receptors for acetylcholine at that junction, which prevents the muscle from being able to contract. Special tests. How are you testing it? This is in clinic. What are we looking at once the patient comes into the healthcare system? There's a variety of testing that can be done. Most of it is not testing that us as PTs perform, but again, Again, you want to keep an eye out for that hallmark sign of the weakness and fatigue that gets worse during activity but improves with rest. If you think about some of your other neuropopulations like stroke, if somebody has hemiparesis of a limb, that is not going to fluctuate at all. So it is going to be pretty consistent or it may slowly improve as the person recovers. But in this population, somebody could have weakness that prevents a limb from moving at all while they're doing activity, but then a day later after they've rested, they could have full function of that arm. Differential diagnosis. All right, so while we're not doing the testing, we might be able to differentially diagnose. So what are some things that look similar? Botulism, myopathies, or there are certain disorders that limit eye movement. The facial muscles are involved. So a lot of times people who have myasthenia gravis have decreased ocular motor abilities. Any of those types of disorders that affect the upper brainstem or the cranial nerves or the neuromuscular junctions. Some of the non-neurological systemic diseases, such as encephalitis or sepsis can also produce eye movements that are irregular or ptosis that can also sometimes be confused with uh, myasthenia gravis. Treatment examples. Once you've got someone on your caseload or you're looking at a test and you know it's myasthenia gravis, and treatment examples, what are you going to work with as a physical therapist? It's important to know that medically these people are typically managed with corticosteroids or immunosuppressants. So knowing how those medications will affect somebody who's exercising is important. A lot of PT treatment is focused on education, and we're going to be educating these patients on different energy conservation techniques, but then you're just going to treat the deficits as you see them, right? Like, like any other patient. Treat what you see. Exactly. What to know for the test. 
we always like to show how it might show up, something that they're going to focus on in, in terms of a question or how it might appear on the NPTE. I would imagine because myasthenia gravis is not a super common condition, there won't be a ton of content about it. But again, remembering the hallmark signs, uh, that weakness and fatigue that increases with activity and improving with rest will probably be something that's targeted in a question. Perfect. All right. That's myasthenia gravis for the NPTE study cast. Hard to spell, but spelling not on the test. Thanks, Bridget. <laughs> thank goodness. Yep. Thank you. NPTE study cast. Brewed by the PT Pinecast.